This, yeah. this is the Rich Eisen Show. Goats have home lives, too. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Rich Eisen. Hello, Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen. Oh, that's Susie Eisen's husband. <laughs> <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. And now, sitting in for Rich, here's Brian Weber. It's another hour of the program, and we will skip the pleasantries because we have breaking news in the NFL. And that actually works out perfectly with what I had formatted to start the second hour of the program. I was going to talk about buyer's remorse the day after Christmas. Returns around the NFL. Not a happy holiday observed for Nathaniel Hackett. Predictably, the Broncos have fired their first-year head coach after yesterday's disaster here in Southern California. 4-11, and 11, and that's it for Hackett. The news breaking within the last 10 minutes. I found that out because I was checking my Twitter feed, and we're going to give you instant analysis straight ahead. That's B.W. Weber. Weber with two Bs. If you're a Bronco fan, you want to weigh in, I'm sure your reaction could be, why did this take so long? The phone number, one 204 rich We got more serendipity because coming up in 40 minutes, we'll bring in our first guest, Jason Cole, longtime NFL insider, also wrote the definitive biography of John Elway. So he knows the Bronco franchise very well, and we'll get his thoughts on where this team goes from here, not about the interim and wrapping up a miserable year, But who will be the names attached to this opening? Does Sean Payton want it? I think Sean has been great on TV, but clearly he's just killing time for the next big opportunity. Think about all of the money available in Denver. And I hate to be this crass, but if you have any doubts, not only in sports, just in life, follow the money, as we learned in All the President's Men, the new ownership group, And that was another wrinkle yesterday. The ownership group that paid over $5.5 billion for the Broncos has Walmart money. They destroyed the Rams yesterday, owned by Stan Kroenke, who married into the Walmart family. So I'm not saying that was one more thing that led to the predictable demise of Hackett, but it certainly didn't help. And this has understandably been building since the first game. Go back to that debacle on Monday night in Seattle where Hackett looked like he had no idea how football was played. Remember, he was playing for what would have been a ridiculously long field goal, and he never gave Russell Wilson a chance to take a shot at winning the game. He was playing for a field goal that would have been 65 yards, and I know kickers can do it. I know Denver has a good kicker, but it just exposed Hackett from day one that he was completely clueless and thoroughly overmatched. So as the season evolved, after just joining us, the second head coach this year has been fired in the NFL. Matt Rule got paid to go away in Carolina. Landed on his feet as the head coach of Nebraska. A rebuild, of course, but a legacy brand. Hackett, I don't see him ever being a head coach. Again, and remember, he was not a legitimate offensive coordinator. Yes, he had that title and those duties, but Matt LaFleur, the play caller in Green Bay. Hackett got the job. There was a theory that hiring Hackett 
would be part of an attempt to lure Rodgers to Denver if Aaron Rodgers was going to leave. But we found out after all of the intrigue and what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers. Where is he going? He wasn't going anywhere. He was just looking for more guaranteed money. But it was predictable that Hackett was going to have these kind of issues because he just seemed lost. Now, it didn't help that Russell Wilson fell apart before our eyes this year. The question becomes, was it mostly derived from an incompetent head coach or does Russ have real issues moving forward? We'll get to that coming up. But I had the inkling watching that game yesterday, and if you didn't or you turned it off after the first half, I can understand. The way that Baker Mayfield, of all people, Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick, now on team number three, still on the first contract because Cleveland wisely would not pick up the rookie option. Baker Mayfield looked like Johnny Unitas against Denver, flat out humiliated that team. Now, Russ didn't help, and if we're going to be fair with accountability, remember Russ with those picks on the first two drives, when you dig that kind of deficit, that team's not coming back. But from an optics standpoint, to play that badly on national television, I mentioned the family connection, and you had Cronky sitting there, I'm sure, smiling at his in-laws with all that Walmart money flowing around SoFi Stadium. That was the final catalyst for a move that should have happened weeks ago. I don't know why it took this long other than they figured it's a lost season, We have absolutely nothing to play for. We don't have our first-round draft pick because we put that in the package to get Russ from Seattle. Maybe they were just trying to have a degree of dignity to allow Hackett to stand on the sideline and look confused. But just think about the arc of the season. Early on, beyond the butchering of the clock management on the road in Seattle in the first Monday Night Football game, part of that doubleheader, You get back to Denver, the crowd is chanting and counting down the play clock because Hackett had something like two or three delay of game penalties because he could not get the fundamentals of clock management correct. Then they brought in a senior advisor to handle that element of the game. Then he gave up the play calling. So what exactly was Nathaniel Hackett doing other than looking like he didn't belong on the sideline? And I hate to be this optics-driven, but perception is reality. And every time with the Broncos playing, there was a camera shot, and it doesn't help his last name is Hackett because of all the jokes that he can't hack it. I'm Brian Weber. I can't hack it either. That's why I'm the fill-in guy in for Rich Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The value being live on a holiday observed. Other places, they're playing some tape best of. Not Rich, because he believes in the integrity of what we do. And I really appreciate him bringing me in the day after Christmas so I can give you real-time analysis. And we're going to keep talking about how things move forward for the Broncos. one 204 rich Twitter is open for business. B.W. Weber, Weber with two Bs. It was abundantly clear after four games. I'll be generous. Because maybe there were nerves or jitters or Hackett, just like anybody else, who got a job that he was not qualified for. Now, it's not his fault they hired him. If somebody came to you at your office, 
it would take a lot of self-awareness for you to say, if offered a promotion and more money, let's say there's only 32 of these jobs in whatever industry you work in, and they came to you and said, here's the opportunity, would you say no? Now, if you were self-aware, you might say, I'm not ready, but you never know if that phone's going to ring again. So it's not Hackett's fault he was hired, but he was completely clueless. And Denver has become a punchline to every football joke. Now, it didn't help either. You had the kerfuffle, I love that word, the minor disagreement on the sideline with the offensive line yelling at Brett Rippon, who I think was defending Russ yesterday. I stayed with that game. I was going back and forth with the Celtics and the Bucks, and we're going to talk a little bit of NBA in roughly 15 minutes, but we'll continue to give you instant analysis of the breaking news. Nathaniel Hackett out after the 4-11 and debacle in Denver and yesterday's disaster, 51-14, half a hundred scored by Baker Mayfield and the Rams. But as the season has unraveled, you had that incident and then Romo's board. And can we just have a conversation about Tony Romo? Please clear your throat. Does anybody at CBS watch those games with the sound on? And look, it's my business. I understand. But if I had that consistent raspiness, I would hope someone would come to me and say, Brian, you okay? Have you gone to a vocal therapist? Do you need a lozenge? I, I'm over the Romo thing, but he's not going anywhere. He's not working on the day after Christmas because he's making 18 mil. But Romo was so bored, he broke down, and the video was great because of all the terrific sight lines at the new Taj Mahal of football here in Southern California. What might be going on within the dynamics of that team? You have Russ being mocked across the NFL for all of these cringy things. He's gone from one of the most admired players, to another punchline. Remember, with Russ <laughs> documenting, volunteering to the media, when Denver went to London, that he was up in the aisle of the charter flight doing deep knee bends because he was rehabbing an injury and yet other teams just making fun of him, clowning him. The whole thing is a mess. And don't forget... Denver's on the hook now moving forward for a contract for Russell Wilson with a paper value of roughly $245 million and the full financial impact has not kicked in yet. Now, no need for a GoFundMe or a bake sale given the Walmart money. Last time you went to Walmart, was it crowded? The answer is yes. They're doing just fine. Probably not so good going to your local grocer if you still have one. Walmart has squeezed them out, although they're a sponsor of the show. I love Walmart. I'm going to go to Walmart right after this program. My point is this. The folks who own the team, and I will look it up officially, the Walton Penner Group, because there's some Penner money in there. That's Rob Walton's daughter, so more Sam Walton money from Bentonville, Arkansas. I've been there, lovely town. These people not only took too long to make this decision, and maybe they're trying to be patient year one the NFL, they have unlimited resources. So now it becomes, who do they want to write a giant check to? Hackett was making small money by NFL standards. So let's go around and think about the 
usual suspects. Now, we're further down the line. Remember, Bill Coward was linked to every job. He's not leaving the CBS booth. So I don't think we have to go through the retreads. Bill Parcells is not walking through that door. A name you should file away, and this is me wandering through the road of rumor innuendo, but if Jim Harbaugh had the official interview with the Vikings last year, that was not surreptitious. That was not clandestine. Why wouldn't he take a meeting with the Broncos? Because by his own admission, he has said repeatedly he has unfinished business in the NFL, namely because Niners had that terrific comeback coming up on a decade ago in New Orleans, fell just short, losing to the Ravens, and he lost to his own brother. And Harbaugh has a history of four or five years. I realize it's different at his alma mater, and he has them at the top of the sport. But is he going to be Bo Schembechler? Is he going to be there for another 30 years? Why wouldn't he listen to the Broncos if they offer him insane money? Because they can. And then Sean Payton is the name you're going to hear repeatedly because he was shrewd in realizing I'm not going to preside over the rebuild here in New Orleans. Breeze is gone. I hung around for the extra year, and that's that. And if you just connect the dots in Miami, it should have been Sean Payton and Tom Brady, but for the Brian Flores lawsuit and the scandal there. So Payton, according to people I talk to, I'm here in Southern California. I'm Brian Weber in for Rich Eisen, one 204 rich you can hit me up on Twitter, B.W. Weber, Weber with two Bs, reacting to the breaking news that occurred about 10 minutes before we started the second hour of the program. The Broncos predictably firing head coach Nathaniel Hackett after the 4-11 and debacle and the misery of yesterday's beatdown applied by the Rams. People I talk to, I do television as well, in the industry who are around what Sean Payton does say he is open and candid saying, yeah, I like TV, but I don't know if I want to do this for the next 20 years. And why should he? Good chance to get rejuvenated, lay the foundation for a future career, because nobody coaches forever other than Bill Belichick looking miserable on the sidelines. But if you're Sean Payton, do you want to wait for the inevitable firing of Mike McCarthy, whether it's this year, and it could be this year, if this team underachieves in the postseason, if Mike McCarthy has another brain cramp like he did with the play call of Dak with the clock winding down against the Niners in that ridiculous sequence last year in the postseason. If you are Sean Payton, do you want to work for Jerry Jones and all that comes with it or go work for the Walton family with their unlimited resources? You can name your price And you don't have to deal with a meddling, delusional owner. Now, I don't know the degree of meddling, but they're not the GM. They have shown remarkable patience in giving Hackett 15 games. You could have made an argument he deserved to go after game three or game four. They were not impetuous. But if Sean Payton wants back in now, Denver makes all the sense in the world. Then you get to the can he fix Russ aspect of it. Well, you go back to what Seattle did, namely make sure 
that Russ has more design rollouts. He, in my opinion, and this is just as a educated viewer of the National Football League, he's not at his best with just the prototypical dropbacks. I'm not saying you let him run as much as Jalen Hurts because we've seen it already with Russ. There's slippage. There's a regression. But the play calling has to be more creative and more innovative. Well, that's exactly what Sean Payton is renowned for. So none of this is novel. I'm not throwing you lava-filled hot takes. But if you're just looking around for winners and losers, unfortunately, Hackett's been a loser since day one, just based on the scoreboard, not a personal referendum. Sean Payton could be a massive winner financially if he wants back in. Coming up in 25 minutes, we'll get back to today's now dominant component of the program. As Denver makes it official, Hackett not even able to survive year one. He's one and done after 15 games. We'll check in with Jason Cole, longtime NFL insider, and it links up nicely author of John Elway's biography. Jason wrote a terrific book called A Relentless Life, so he's got a sense of how things work in Denver historically, understanding things have changed now with the new ownership group. Coming up, because I've done an hour and 15 minutes solely of NFL, understandably, I'm going to do just a little bit of NBA, not going to break down the games yesterday, mostly because I want to remind you there were NBA games played yesterday. Christmas Day used to belong to basketball. Like everything else, the NFL has hijacked that, and the ratings will absolutely crush what the NBA generated. But I'll use the games as a template because a lot of you start sliding into basketball with the NBA now becoming more front and center with the conversation. NFL teams pared down when the postseason kicks in. So this feels like the transition time. I'll talk a little bit of NBA here and then more reaction to Hackett being fired in Denver when we check in with Jason Cole. When I tackle the NBA, we'll tip things off with some thoughts about the Lakers. Anthony Davis, unfortunately, just not able to stay healthy. He's made a glass. LeBron did everything he could yesterday. Lakers lost again to Dallas. Is there anything the Lakers can do to salvage their season? That starts, in my opinion, with finally trading Russell Westbrook. That is coming up. All part of a jam-packed edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Brian Weber, in for Rich. When you open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential. The potential to do your own thing, be your own boss, steer your own success, and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your own passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure, and check all of those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, and play out your dreams, no matter how far off the beaten path they'll take you. And with 16 body types, your choice of a gas or diesel engine, thousands of ways to customize, and now available in all-wheel drive, a Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I'm Brian Weber. We continue to react to the breaking news in the NFL. Predictably, Nathaniel Hackett out in Denver. We'll give you all of the details as I scour the internet. I'm in for Rich. We're live on this day after Christmas. Technically a holiday for most people, but Rich is a not only real sports journalist that does not have to be a jumbo shrimp, military intelligence kind of paradox. Rich is also the steward of this program, so a lot of shows don't opt to bring somebody in live the day after a holiday or a holiday observed. Rich is so mindful of the content and wants to bring you everything possible as a listener Kind enough to ask me to come in today, and I'm glad I'm here for a variety of reasons, mostly because I do have a computer that I check, but as I hopefully am displaying, I don't have 17 writers. This is stream of consciousness. I am prepared. When we have the simulcast, you will see reams of paper destroyed. I am not as green as I should be. I write things out. So I have stacks of notes available. I did have an inkling that Hackett would be out just based on how grisly, not grisly Adams, but just how awful a loss that was yesterday. And we'll get more 
analysis coming up in less than 15 minutes when we say hello to our first guest, Jason Cole, longtime NFL insider, currently working for OutKick.com, and he happens to be the author of a terrific biography of John Elway, Elway Arrests Relentless, I'm Restless, A Relentless Life. So Jason knows how the Broncos have worked historically, a new era when the Walton family paid roughly $4.5 billion to take over that team, which made it all the more surprising that Hackett was given this long of a runway. Because I hate to be prisoner of the moment, but I watched the NFL closely. Week one, that Monday night game in Seattle, he looked completely lost. And the clock management never got better. And you had reports of sniping within the locker room. You had that mini altercation. I'll use that in air quotes. And that happens all the time in the NFL. It's a passion-driven sport. But it didn't look good when the offensive line was yelling at the backup, Brett Ribbon, who played last week. You put it all together. The situation was awful. And you have ownership with unlimited resources and high expectations. And they want to run this like an actual business. What a novel concept. So Hackett, who in my estimation never should have been hired, a reminder, while he had a nice title in the org chart in Green Bay, he wasn't calling the plays. That's Matt LaFleur's responsibility. Hackett, though, just based on people I talked to around the NFL, respected, seems like a good person. That goes a long way. But just because you're a nice dude and you sat in the same room with Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean you know anything about coaching. And he was exposed from the very first time he was on an NFL sideline in a game that counted. And it never got better. And yesterday was rock bottom. I will not do Jim Ross. Rock bottom, rock bottom. It was a absolute beatdown. It was embarrassing on so many levels. Let's not overlook, it was Baker Mayfield shredding Denver. 51-14. Russ didn't help. Now, Russ should not be overlooked here, and we'll talk about that with Jason Cole coming up when we say hello to Jason in about 12 minutes. What's it going to take for Russ to jumpstart his career? Because there was talk in Seattle. The regression had begun the last couple seasons. If that was the foundation, if we can use the old cliff metaphor for Tom Brady, who's avoided it so far and found a way to get it done, once more, rallying against Arizona last night, winning in overtime. Looks like the Bucks will win that lousy division in the NFC South. But if we had the metaphor of the cliff and Brady, well, Russ has fallen off Mount Everest. And the question is, can he get up? I've fallen and I can't get up. Hack it out in Denver. More reaction coming up. I want to fulfill my pledge in forward promotion. I'm talking just a little bit of NBA. And then we'll circle back to wrap up the program coming up in an hour and 10 minutes, 2.40 Eastern time. Our takeaways will be addressed here, and then we'll bring in the expert analysis of Kurt Heelan, lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com. The NBA used to control Christmas Day, and I don't want to yell this too much, having done 90 minutes exclusively of NFL, not even any college football. I'll get to the college when I'm back with you on Thursday and Friday because if you've not been paying attention, 20 bowl games coming up in the next five days. These are watchable matchups, and we'll get you set for the national semifinals. Rich has to be ecstatic. 
with Michigan playing at a high level, taking on TCU and then Georgia and Ohio State will match up in the other Final Four game. The NBA, to me, is a better watch in many ways than what we had yesterday on the docket. Now, Tua's implosion, coupled with Green Bay finding a semblance of offensive rhythm, made that game entertaining. I don't know how you watched more than a quarter and a half of the Rams and Broncos. I watched the whole game. It's my job, after all. And I cannot fib here. I was flipping around a lot during the Cardinals and the Bucks And Brady, for three quarters of that game, looked like he was 117 years old with the two Grizzly interceptions. So I'm watching Tulsa King. Sly Stallone, my man, is back. He never went anywhere, but good show on Paramount+. Plus. I came back for the Bucks rally in overtime. But as I was trying to hang in there with all of the brutal miscues on display from Denver, I did watch the NBA. I didn't watch any of the Sixers and the Knicks. That's why we need Kurt Heelan to tell me about the Woj bomb that dropped yesterday. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. James Harden is open to going back to Houston. Makes sense because Harden's his own dude. And does he really want to share the basketball with Joel Embiid? It's working for now. And unfortunately, Embiid is always hurt. He's not full-blown Anthony Davis status. But when healthy, he's one of the seven best players in the league. He just can't stay healthy. But you saw yesterday, once more, when he's on the floor, he's devastating. Didn't watch much of that game. Mostly because I believe the Knicks are a regular season story only. I did watch a good chunk of Milwaukee and Boston. And if you just take a moment to think about where the Celtics are and how unusual this season is, it's rare a team makes a run to the NBA Finals after they come alive for only half of the season. Go back to last year. Boston was mediocre at best all the way up to roughly around the All-Star break and then turned it on down the stretch. They always played solid defense, but they found the rhythm, and you know how they parlayed that to the NBA Finals. Well, you get there, then you have the coaching change, because Ime Yudoka clearly violated team policies. We don't know all the details, but I don't think Boston came up with a reason to get rid of him. You throw in a guy, and Joe Mazzulla had no head coaching experience in the NBA, nor major college, and nothing has diminished. In fact, you can argue that Boston's playing better than last year. And Tatum probably should win the MVP. Now, although, and I know most of you aren't paying attention, especially given what time that game was played last night, but again, it is my occupation, and I still love this stuff. I'm only 53. Give me another decade, and I'll mail it in. Are you paying attention to what the Joker's doing in Denver? I mean, it's insane. The guy has won back-to-back MVPs. Last time... Somebody had the trifecta, three MVPs in a row, Larry Bird. Why? Voter fatigue is real. Because obviously Jordan could have won it every year. LeBron, at the height of his power, could have won it three consecutive years. So that's what Jokic has to overcome. Last night, another triple-double, 41. Yes, he had overtime to get it done, but go back to the week before. How about this stat line? 40, 27, and 10. And nobody's talking about him because he's tucked away in Denver. The NBA has so much star power. It's an abundance of riches. But we gravitate towards the bright, shiny objects like 
the Warriors. And I'm not going to tell you anything matters for a team with that experience and that championship pedigree in the regular season. But they have been abused as of late. Last week, Brooklyn scored, what, 91 in the first half on them, beat them by 30. That felt like an important game, albeit in the regular season, for Golden State just to say, we're still here and we're going to hang on for a while until Steph comes back. That is a phenomenally intense rivalry between Golden State and Memphis. Can't get enough of it. Let's do it again in the postseason after what happened last year. And I mentioned the Lakers back to bright, shiny objects, and maybe I'm guilty of geography driving some of my decision-making when it comes to formulating content. I have to start ignoring the Lakers. They're just irrelevant. Anthony Davis saw him in the Final Four in New Orleans in 2012. He was a revelation. When he was healthy and spry and young. Remember, he didn't grow until the end of his high school career. He was a guard till he sprouted up. You know he can handle. I figured he'd win multiple MVPs by now in his career. And he's unfortunately just incapable of staying healthy. The rest of that roster is hot garbage. And I realize Russ has played better. And that's a low threshold. Statistically, there's no way he could be worse than last year. But if the Lakers have any designs on even just being competitive, I'm talking back in the play-in hunt, they got to move Westbrook. Get anything you can in return. Still, we know who's calling the shots. Maybe it's Jay Moore. (laughs) He's canoodling with Jeannie Buss. I did not see that coming. I work with Jay briefly at Fox. I'll save that story for my podcast. But it's LeBron. And if LeBron wants Russell Westbrook around... He's going to be there, whether it makes the team better, and it doesn't, whether it even makes basketball sense, and it doesn't, we know LeBron is the ultimate decision maker. I did not deceive you. That was about five minutes of NBA. We'll get back to it to wrap up the program in an hour when we check in with Kurt Heelan, lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com. Straight ahead, back to the NFL and the breaking news. No surprise, but it's official now. No interim has been named in Denver as Nathaniel Hackett relieved of his duties, as we say, in plain English, fired after the 4-11 start, the embarrassment of 51-14, the Rams destroying Denver yesterday. Press conference tomorrow noon Eastern in Denver with more details on the way. So with Hackett out, who's going to be coaching this team next year? Is it Sean Payton's job to turn down? We'll cover it all when we say hello to Jason Cole, NFL insider for Outkick.com. I'm Brian Weber. In for Rich, it's the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I'm Ryan Weber in for Rich Eisen. It's the Rich Eisen Show. You can be a part of the program. 1-844-204-RICH. 1-844-204-7424. Hit me up on Twitter. It's B.W. Weber. Weber with two Bs. Let's say hello to our first guest. An old friend. Knows the NFL extremely well. Been covering the league for decades. Jason Cole, NFL insider for Outkick.com. And we have some serendipity with the breaking news about the Broncos. Jason, the author of several books, and you should check out his recent edition, Elway, A Relentless Life. Jason, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Brian? I am doing well. Always a pleasure. So I want to talk about Sean Payton to Denver momentarily, but let's just start with (laughs) the immediate item. What took the Broncos so long to fire Nathaniel Hackett? Well, I mean, I think there's two things. Number one, you you, you want it to play out, plus what's the urgency once you have him? I mean, do you gain any big advantage by firing him before Christmas um, and getting in line? I don't think so. So, I mean, I'm sure their mind's been made up for a couple of weeks. And they just decided to let him get through the holidays and, and move on. I mean, again, there's no advantage to, to hiring to firing a guy too early. You want to fire him early enough so that you know you start your search process and certain area of your candidates. But you don't need to be absurdly early about it. Not you know, Indianapolis got rid of Frank Reich. I thought that was too early. <laughs> we saw they, that played out. I guess Jason, they, they could have avoided the embarrassment of yesterday with a competent head coach, in my opinion. I don't think that yesterday matters. Yesterday, like, yeah, yesterday was a a full on disaster. The team completely gave up. They weren't they weren't interested in playing. Uh, Russell Wilson was at his worst um, yesterday. I don't think they care, um, but I don't think that yesterday matters. Like in the grand scheme of things, okay, you took a bad loss. You this season was already gone. Um, nobody's going to remember that game. As being, you know, it's just not it, that. That's not one that's imprinted on the history of your team. You know, you're you're this is the lost season. The season is a bad one, and you need to figure out who is your next guy, which gets you to the issue of Sean Payton and all the teams that are going to be in line for Sean Payton at the end of this year. And like a wonderful NFL insider and a veteran guest on programs, you got me to where we should be going. So if you're Sean Payton. 
understanding the Walton family has unlimited resources. They can write a massive check. Is it pick your own number? Can he walk in and say, I want $12 million. I want a piece of the team. How much leverage does he have? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, wherever he goes, he's going to have leverage, whether it's the Chargers, if they decide to move on from Brandon Staley, whether it's, you know, the who, whoever wants Sean Payton, he's going to get, I don't know, 15, 20 million a year. Do you want a piece of the team? Okay. I don't know that, you know, that I, I, those things sound really good, but they're not really worth what you say they're worth. Okay. You can't resell them. You're just going to sell them back to the team at some point in time. So really the math, the, the, the math is just, are you getting 15, you're getting $20 million a year, you get 18, are you getting 25 million? You know, you can name your price. Um, the question is, do you want that job? Do you want to deal with Russell Wilson? What do you think of Russell Wilson? Do you think that Russell Wilson is actually done? Um, because you're stuck with Russell Wilson, whoever the next coach is, is they're, they're not going to be able to trade that contract and nobody's going to take it. You can't cut him because there's too much guaranteed money in there. So you have to have a coach who's willing to work with Russell Wilson, who has the gravitas to do it, which Sean Payton certainly does. And he would have a lot of respect from Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson was a huge fan of Drew Brees. I wanted to be a pocket guy like Drew Brees. That was part of the, you know, that, that's been part of why Russell wanted out of Seattle um, for years and years and years, because he wanted to shift to being more of a pocket guy. The problem is I don't think that Russell Wilson can be a pocket guy because he's just too short to live completely under center and, you know, in in the pocket all the time. He's got to move around. He's got to get open space. He's got to, you know, it doesn't have to be more than half the time, but it's got to be 30 to 40% of the time you move the pocket with him. And again, does Sean Payton want to do that? Or does Sean Payton want to wait it out and say, let me get, you know, just a Herbert and I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that game going. Cause I can have a quarterback for the next decade. Excellent thoughts. Although I don't think Hispano's family are writing him a check for 12 or 15 million because they don't have it, nor the willingness to pay. I'm Brian Weber in for rich. We're taking you across the NFL with one of the best in our industry, Jason Cole, NFL insider for outkick.com. Final thought on the Broncos beyond Sean Payton. What other names should we be talking about as potential folks are going to bring in to be the next head coach? I would bring in D'Amico Ryans right away, even though he's not an offensive guy. Um, I think he has the gravitas as a coach to come in and tell a player like Russell Wilson how things are going to be run. Um, I think that he can take advantage of what they have on defense, which I think is is more advanced than what they have on offense, shockingly, um, <laughs> because they've got Judy and Sutton. I mean, it just it amazes me that they're not better on offense. But I think he can probably attract an offensive coordinator who can work with with Wilson, I don't think any of the other guys who've been offensive coordinators, whether it's Waldron up in um, Seattle right now, he had him for one year. Daryl Bevel, who had him for seven years, and Brian Schottenheimer. None of those guys have the gravitas to tell um, to tell Wilson how how they have to run the offense. So none of those guys work. They need a guy with a big personality who has the ability to say no to Russell. Um, because, again, Russell's the most powerful guy in that. I mean, he's the guy who has to stay, and he's the quarterback. So he's the most powerful, powerful person right now. You need to have somebody who can do it. I will also say this. I know the Spanos family doesn't necessarily have the money, but there's a certain point where 
you know that the Rams are going downhill pretty quickly. You need to invest if you're ever going to. It's not going to happen. J- Jason, I, I live here. I More do, people I, support the know, LA Sparks than the Chargers. In terms of brand that, awareness, really I'm not talking about butts and seats. The Chargers are irrelevant I, I, here I in Southern California. But if you're ever going to be relevant. No, this is the window. I agree. Have they shown any yeah, this, willingness in the past in San Diego? Oh, I, trust me. I, I, I know. I I, 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 I'm preaching look, to the choir. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, look, you're talking. I mean, look, I know Dean Spanos really well. Mm-hmm. But if Dean Spanos is ever, if there's ever an opportunity for him to sit there and say, okay, let's be relevant. Let's get a coach for the ne- who for the next 10 years is going to turn my franchise quarterback with all the tools that I have put around him into this, you know, 40 touchdown a year playoff bound juggernaut um, that can at least compete with Kansas city because we've shown that ability to compete with Kansas city, even with mediocre coaching, right? If we're ever going to take advantage of all the talent we have assessed, right? Assembled right now and make sure that, that Herbert's good for the next 10 years, Go get Sean Payton and pay whatever you have to pay. If it's fifteen million, if it's twenty million, do what do whatever you have to do. Just make that investment. This is the time. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. Do it. Stop wait. Stop wasting your time. Well, he's too busy um, writing the rent checks that he owes Cronky. He's not going to spend that money on a coach. Jason, you are uh, the best. He's not. I'm not being ma- facetious. I, I have a bias against the Spanos family that I, I'm well docked. At least I sure. reveal my biases. Hey, what time is Stanford's That's bowl fine. game? Is that today or tomorrow? Are we playing? I don't think they have bowl games <laughs> in basketball. In, in we, women's we basketball. hired a cow guy. Oh. I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. A, there. There are such bigger problems that we have. Than <laughs> a, I wish for a Taylor all the best. I hope it works. I covered him in a high school yeah. all-star game long, long ago and far away. Seems like a nice guy. Yes. I'm very, very self fearful of a much bigger issue, I'm starting with, with the fact that our president is under investigation. Oh, well, that's you. So, hey, remember, our degree yeah, looks better okay. when the football team struggles. That's what I say. Jason, love you, pal. Happy <laughs> oh, holidays. So we'll chat Take with care. you soon. Jason Cole, another Stanford grad. I think I've only mentioned Stanford twice in two hours. I did not intend for Nathaniel Hackett to hijack this program, but the nature of breaking news dictates that we follow it wherever it takes us. So good thoughts there from Jason Cole. Gave you the hot coordinators, and it's a good time to be Sean Payton. And everything Jason said was logical and rational, but the Spanos family never spend the money because in large measure they don't have it the team is their atm but i'm going to let that go because it is the holiday after all and i'm trying to be a little more festive since we're talking nfl a reminder you can listen to the nfl and the nfl app on the odyssey app on westwood1sports.com via westwood one station streams or by asking alexa to open westwood one sports sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. There's one more hour to get to, and I got a ton of content that I've been unable to address because of the news that broke roughly at this time an hour ago. So I think we have... Fully covered, Nathaniel Hackett. I realize the audience is always changing. 
especially on a holiday week. So I'll get back to what's going on in Denver. We'll run through some other potential names, and we'll expand the focus. Because I spent a lot of time talking AFC. I have to be balanced here. Jump over to the NFC. Was Philadelphia's defense, remember, the most opportunistic in all of football, led the league in takeaways heading into the Dallas game, was the Philly D exposed as Dallas put up 40. I realize it was Gardner Minshew, not Jalen Hurts. Still, four turnovers and 40 points allowed should have the very sane and level-headed people in Philadelphia responding I'm sure, in an even and rational way on WIP in Philly. If you want to scream at me, we love Angry Person Radio. Pick up the phone, 1-844-204-RICH. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm about to log on right now. Log on to this. It is B.W. Weber, Weber with two Bs. And coming up in the final hour of the program, since I only spent five minutes on the NBA, we'll go in-depth, taking you across the association with Kurt Hedlund, lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com. But we'll start the final hour with more NFL and get you set for the Monday Nighter. Chargers and Colts, big opportunity for LA in terms of playoff seed. It's always an honor to be in for Rich. My name is Brian Weber. This is The Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> 